Bro, that poop thing, I don't know, man. It might, that was, like, that was weird. No, listen, that was so fucking weird. So weird. I, I, listen, Sam, you're going to cut that off. Wallahi, if you keep that in, I'm going to physically, physically... I thought it was nothing, so weird. Then, That's bro. so weird. It's gross. It's a bit gross. I think it was. It, I thought it was a bit gross, but then I was like, "It's weird. Should I keep it? It's, it's weird." weird. He tried to save in the end. I could hack it. Okay, we'll I'm, see. I'm being honest. With you. We'll see. If we'll that's see. in the in the, uh, the the talk, yeah. you can count me out. Okay, I'm, I'm not having that associated with my name. We had a we had a perfectly normal conversation. Yeah, I don't know why he. I don't know why he does this. We had such a perfectly normal conversation. Yeah, I can cut it out. We'll see. Hey, what Seven. up, guys? It's Sime here, and welcome to. Whoa, the- whoa, 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 whoa! You could be any Sime. You have to specifically clarify it's your boy Sime. Okay, I won't take this any further unless I know it's your I... boy Sime. Fine. Hey, guys, it's your boy Sime here. There we go. <laughs> uh, welcome back, and um, welcome to another edition of the Bermuda Triangle, episode two. Today we'll be talking a little you, bit. You said Bermuda in a very weird way. Like, you said that again. Bermuda Triangle. Bermuda. 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 Yeah, how did I say it? Bermuda. I didn't say it like that. It sounds like, you know, like like a a, a, a really desi drink, like a Faluda style milkshake. It sounds like that. Maybe I've got, I'm not going to lie, I've been living at home with like four other Asians. It happens, man. You kind of like drift in that. Because you definitely weren't the freshest guy in the university before that. I'm not the freshest. Well, you're the freshest guy I know. I'm one of the freshest guys I know as well. Okay, okay, we get it. I'm fresh. Off the boat, but like we've got a Somali here, so come on, like guys, have some respect. Hassan uh, 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 hails from the fine country of um, Sweden. Let's be Sweden? very clear and succinct here, Sad. <laughs> Go on. We're not on the same boat. I came on a plane. Hassan, yeah, Hassan has been around. <laughs> you do realize Hassan, Hassan, and I are similar in many ways, in the sense that we're both immigrants. Number one and number two, neither one of us has the British passport. Anyways, let's let's get back to it, right? So, yeah, what are we going to talk about today, guys? We can oh, discuss. Obviously, really there's nice. two of us who are who are in uni, oh, yeah. two of us who just finished uni. We can discuss our our experiences on that. Yeah, so we can discuss. I'm saying that because that was scripted. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, so we're just going to discuss a little bit on um, our perspective of, as they said, because two of us are final year medics and university, and two of us are actually working. So we can talk a little bit about that and our experiences or, and maybe even our thoughts actually of what we think working life is going to be like say and then maybe in the future we can put another one saying how it's completely <laughs> different and we've fucked ourselves mm. uh, i, need I to love how we're assuming that the, the triangle is going to last until we get go we get jobs but i'm down for that level of optimism. look yeah i, I, I am committed to this 100 percent. but anyways why don't I just drop our medicine and we'll just be podcasters for life? That's what my dad said. Let's make a career out of this. We can get some nice <laughs> advertising really going. Just think about podcasting. I respect that. Yeah, exactly. I reckon, yeah, I reckon we can get a nice sponsorship deal with someone. I reckon we could. I have the voice to sell products, I think. I, I don't think so. Zayd, we got... Okay, give, give, me, give me a product and I'll sell it. Give me a product. Give me a name of products. Zayd, I'm not going to okay. lie to you. Yeah, we, someone gave me feedback and they were like, why does Zayd speak like that? And I was like, what do you mean? And they're like, I'll oh, tell you why I speak like that. Because whoa, 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 whoa. Because Sam, I, you have to specifically say what was wrong with the way that Zayd speaks. Yeah, yeah. If they're going to hate on me, I want to hear this now. Go on, go on. Man, 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 I want man. the details. They, they, I have they, a problem with my elegant and poetic voice. 
that that's basically what they said. They said, "Why does he sound so much different than all three of you?" Basically. And oh, was, let me explain that. It's because I'm educated, and the three <laughs> of these here are uh, are uh, are home. Oh no, sorry, Zaki is very educated as well. Actually, you know, Hassan's very educated as well. No, it's basically because we're all quite educated, and Sam's quite fresh. That's that's, no, that's no, the no, reality no. of it. I think that's they meant, good. "Why do you speak so quickly?" That was the. Oh, that's because I have. I just work on a on a hyper aroused level compared to everyone else. Okay, that just sounds wrong. Wow. <laughs> Arouse. Yeah, so, 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 just so you guys know, arouse is also a word in the English language. It doesn't necessarily mean sexually active, all right? No, okay. that's what I'm going to say. Generally. Okay. Yeah, there's a hyper arousal state of being constantly aware, right? You know what? Yeah, I don't care how aroused you are. <laughs> Keep that information to all right, yourself. So quickly moving on from that statement. I'm going to reiterate that if, if I ever no, get hyper aroused in that sense, sense you guys will never know about it. Okay, all right, moving on. Moving on. Okay, so we're actually going to talk about the topic, right? So, Zaid, what has your experience been in uni life so far as a fan? What has my experience been? So I've, I've been at uni um, a lot longer than the majority typical student would be. So I did a BSc first, and then I applied for medicine. So I'm, I'm now finishing off now in the final year of now. So that's been a total of eight years that I've been at university. Wow. So for me, it's not really a, a standard experience. I think that's for me is why I'm actually kind of dreading the whole working life a little bit more than normal because I've gotten so used to this month holidays for Christmas and month Easter holidays and days off, seminars that you kind of skip because it's not that important and all those different things. So you kind of, you know, this whole idea that like next year will be strict hours and applying for leave mm. is a whole different level of them. Yeah. of working that I'm used to so yeah. it is a strange experience to be on this end of this university life and be, uh, be on kind of the threshold of yeah. starting that even though I'm a lot older than typical students are when they graduate it's still a bit weird to get into that sort of level of thinking I mean, how do you feel Sam as a, as a younger student I mean as a younger student I just kind of feel I don't know like how I don't know if you feel this having done two degrees but I kind of feel like I'm bored I kind of like m- want to move on move on to the next stage of life maybe that's just me being a little bit young and just wanting to jump through absolutely i get that as well absolutely i mean like i said before the the lack of income has been a big thing as well like yeah no 100 percent paid for me as well yeah yeah Yeah, and um yeah just being like you feel like a burden i feel at points uh yeah but you can't really sign any around feet can you hold hold on why would you feel like a burden I mean, like, for me, right, guys, because I classify as an international student, even though I live here. It's a weird thing. Um, mm-hmm. Like, because I, I fall in that middle category of because I wasn't here for exactly three years before my course. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of fall into the category of an international student. So my, my dad has to fund me because, like, the NHS won't fund me uh, as in for bursaries and I won't get any money from uh, student finance as well. So kind of like mm-hmm. everything uh, is self-funded, basically, pretty much. So you kind of do feel like but, a... But the, part, but the point is, that in terms of feeling like a burden, you don't remain a student forever. True. So whether it's talking about the state or whether it's talking about being funded from, you know, by your family, yeah. they, you know, there's going to be a return on that investment because you are going to be a doctor. That's the point. You're yeah, at university, yeah. not just to stay there for the sake of it. Yeah, so yeah of course, of course. You, you qualify and you start earning, then it makes sense why you went there in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get what Zaki's saying. I feel like obviously you know you are an investment from the parents in the end, and everything they've put money towards is for education. You're not you're not a burden. But I also see what Sam's saying is that you know it's hard to see that with your family. Yeah, right, when you realise how much effort they're putting in, you don't the, want the that to be a long the, the language around burden is very negative. Yeah, yeah, I you guess yeah. Your investment, your investment. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess yeah. It's just 
I want to like move on basically if you get what yeah. I mean so it is it maybe it does have a negative connotation and maybe that is how I see yeah. it but yeah okay. but in terms draw, of drawing on that as well uh, just because obviously I'm also married as well so that makes it added up a whole level, level of complexity to it because yeah, then you feel like you can't really support your family yeah. So right now we're surviving on my dad's income and my my wife's income, which obviously there's nothing wrong with that as such, but it doesn't feel good not pulling apart, yeah. not being able to you know do your bit for it as well. Yeah. So having an income in for next year hopefully will be something that eases the pressure of having no holidays and having no basically work. I balance anymore. Yeah. 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 Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of that, because you mentioned it, Zayd, I wasn't going to bring it up, but uh... yeah. <laughs> Um, you, you said you're like a married student. How's that been like? I'm like a married student. No, I, I am a married student. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, so it's, it's been it's been good. It's been good since that's of it. I mean, like, it's nice to have support sometimes, you know, especially in medicine, especially the late years of medicine. Mm. Things get very difficult, get very hard. Um, and it's nice to have somebody there that you can, you know, rely on, that can support you. You don't have to worry about food being made, about, you know, things being looked after at home because you've got someone else looking after you or that and even when I move out next year yeah. like most F1s and most you know doctors when they start working will be moving out on their own to like you know hospital flats and having to do night shifts and long hours shifts you know by themselves basically whereas I always have my wife with me to help me out with that so yeah. you know any support I need anything that needs doing at home she's there to help me out with that as well so it's good in that sense That's but true. it has been obviously difficult as well you do miss the, you do miss the uni life a little bit like you know because you have to balance both your family life and your family life together so you yeah. can't necessarily hang out with your friends in the evenings anymore you can't really do um side hang, stuff on, hang on hang on hang on hang on i think all of the boys here have a question um, mm. is it really your wife that pulls you out and doesn't let you chill with us no i mean in fairness there's never been a point i don't think and i think most people who are listening would probably agree i don't think if we had spouses or when we do have spouses, we would never hold them back when we think that's not yeah. the point of it intentionally. Of course, that's but, not the way so, so you would never say like, oh, you can't go out because you know, like, well, I'm that, they would never do that. But as a, as a person, as a part of marriage, you feel responsible. Okay. And you right. feel as if like, if I spent all this time, you know, at uni, I've been at uni from about half eight in the morning and it's getting to about six or seven. Yeah. If I get home, if I stay out with my friends and be at midnight, I won't see her at all. And yeah. it's really then hard to be able to be like, you know, we have half no time to go all today, right? Yeah. And, it's, it's, and she's already left home behind. She's already come up to, you know, to be where I am. Yeah. So then leave her at home when I'm out with my friends all the time. It doesn't feel right. Okay. I, I see. But, I see I mean, it's, I'm not saying every single time I've been asked to be out. I, can't, I haven't been out. Yeah. But it's something that you have to bear in mind a little bit. You have to balance it out a little bit. You have to be like, okay, so certain days I will stay out, certain days I won't. And it's that balancing act is something you don't have to do unless you're married really i think i feel like or with you know with kids or family yeah. friends that you have at home yeah no I, yeah I, I mean on the whole it's been great it's been okay alhamdulillah man that sounds good that sounds good i mean before yeah. we move on to zach and hassan how do you see your marriage when you're working in the future because hopefully you're going to move out and stuff like that my marriage um uh yeah i mean it'll be better i think i think it's it's been yeah we're living with our parents so far while i've been at med school yeah. And inshallah, having our own house next will be scary. It'll be very scary for all of us because we'll be uh-huh. you know, living on your own fully, feeling independent. Yeah. Uh, you know, working and managing house will be difficult. But it's, I think that's what married couples should be. You know, you should oh. be able to look after yourselves on your own. You should be able to be able to handle yourselves and be a team for each other and be there for each other. And hopefully that's what next year will allow us to do for each other a little bit more. Well, that sounds nice. Zaid, are you looking forward to paying for the meals from now on? 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to, bro. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Good question here. That's good. That's I mean, good. I've, been, I've been told to. I've been, when I went out for meals with my family, they've always said, like, you know, when I tried to pay, they're like, oh, don't worry, you're a student loan. And I'm saying, you know what? Let me pay anyway. And they're like, Mita, when you start working, you're paying for all our meals. So for now, <laughs> for now, you let us know. Where's your favorite place for date night when you and Anam go? What is oh. this like my, my marriage podcast? Yeah, this is not come about his marriage. topics to discuss here. <laughs> no, no, you started talking about it now. We're just curious. Like, do you guys like go for Italian? My, yeah, we're favorite. all single here. It's quite sad. My favorite. I mean, it depends. I'll be fully honest to you. I don't decide any of that. It depends very much on what kind of food she's in the mood for. So, so I can wait, come wait, and suggest key, food. Key phrase, the mood she's in for. So basically, yeah, like, your opinion doesn't matter. Oh, but like I said, when you guys get married, you realize that yourselves. Okay, Your opinion is secondary. Oh, that's... All right? Wow. The, okay. the, the, the wife's opinion will always get priority over it. Oh, damn. So, um, so because girls with their food moods are very hard to predict. I don't think guys have the same level of food cravings, but girls, when they yeah, get in their mentality, they have yeah. a food in mind that they eat. I've Nothing had else. Craving fried wings, man. Those are always cravings. No, I'm down for that. I'm yeah. down for that. But what I'm saying is that when I, I think when my wife has something in mind that she wants to eat, if she doesn't get that food, she's grumpy for the rest of like the year, almost. <laughs> What are you craving? What are you craving right now, bro? But you know me, man. I'm basically a human trash can. I'll eat whatever people put in front of me. Fair. I don't have cravings per se. Fair. Hassan, what are you craving right now? I'm not gonna lie, right barbecue. Well, I'm fasting, so I don't anything to be honest. Barbecue. Speaking of which, barbecue. it is well, it is barbecue weather, you know. And like we're thinking about it, right? Because it's lockdown and everything. So we won't be able to do anything for Eid, which is like in a few days. Oh, yeah. So our family was just thinking we might just do a barbecue outside and like just chill. What are you guys? Yeah, I mean, that sounds like a good plan, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, what do Hassan and Zaki, what did you guys have planned for Eid? What's your Eid plans? Yeah, I, I don't even know. I've, I've not even thought that far ahead. <laughs> it's uh, like it's four days, bro. It's going to feel dead because obviously you can't, you can't really leave the house. Yeah. But yeah, I think barbecue is good. Enough. The weather's good. Yeah, the weather's really nice. Yeah. 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 We spoke a lot about, about uni life and about being students, but Zaki and Hassan are two recently employed people. How has that change been then? Because you've been through it. So how have yeah, you been, how so, it? So being employed, obviously it's, it's quite a transition from being a student. So it's, it's a bit of a strange one for me because I went from being a student to working and then doing a master's and then working again. And uh, funnily enough, I'd actually consider doing a PhD one day, which might mean that I actually end up going back to being <laughs> a student. Exactly. Might, yeah, be another, yeah, yeah. might be another transition. But yeah, that, like, we'll see about Can't that. Get enough, Can't <laughs> get enough, but yeah, yeah. But uh, obviously if I was to go forward with a PhD then, it's, it's very different because you're kind of, you're not really student you're kind of staff member as well as being a student but yeah, that's that's a separate topic but for now working so uh, i work at university i work with uh students with kind of student appeals and student complaints and getting students engaged in the university system and uh you know, there's, there's a lot of benefit to working uh, in that obviously you have a full-time salary and you can kind of start to financially plan for different things that you want to spend money on. So money on a car, money on a house one day, you've got money to kind of support family as well. I'm fortunate that, uh, you know, I'm living at home at the moment and I don't need to contribute to my family, but you know, if needed, I could also kind of contribute to the yeah. household yeah. and bills and all of this. So, alhamdulillah, I'm in a very fortunate position. So, so you live in a home. Does that mean that when you are working as well, you're also living in a home as well? Because you work in York, right? Does that mean... Yeah, yeah. I can, so, I, I take a train. I go from Shipley to York. So, I mean, the morning, the morning commute is a bit of a hassle sometimes because it can take me just over an hour. But it's... 
it's through trains and I mean obviously trains right now with corona like I'm working from home like for like the medium term like I'm probably working from home to like September October from before it was a bit annoying sometimes in the mornings but generally my workplace was quite good with flexible working so we'd have something called flexi time so as long as you did your kind of 37 and a half hours a week it didn't matter kind of when you came in you could come in at nine half nine ten as long as you kind of did those hours it was fine and if you did more hours then you could take hours back the next week. Or if you did less hours, you'd do like, you'd have something called flexi time, which you'd build up. So once I had like 10 hours of flexi time built up, so I took like a day and a half off work the week after. So my workplace in that sense, the work-life balance is generally quite good. Kind of after six, uh, if you stay that long, normally we stay till five, half five, you switch off. We're not doing emails in the evenings. We're not doing emails early morning. So one of the good things about going to the office, one of the bad things about working from home right now is that you don't have that work-life balance. So because you're always plugged into your laptop, it can feel very quickly like you're going back to work at 7 p.m. because you got an email, which I don't think is very healthy. And uh, yeah, it's good. It's You have that kind of flexibility, but at the same time, you don't have the flexibility of being a student yeah. uh, because whilst yeah. you're getting an income, your day is pretty regimented. You've got meetings at this time. You've got focus groups at this time. You've got policy work at this time, research emails at this time. So it's different stuff to do. I think it's I think it's more difficult to maintain that social life. I think for, it's for a couple of reasons. One of the one of the reasons is that obviously I work from home, so I have a bit of a commute. Another reason is that you're just busy with work. Work becomes your main uh, thing to be dealing with. Work is your uh, number one priority uh, mm-hmm. because at work you're being paid full time for a job. You know, kind of yeah. uh, with what your contract stipulates. It means that it's your first priority. Your first priority isn't well, your first priority. Never should be your friends, even at uni. Even though obviously, kind of sometimes it, it does become that. It's, yeah, uh, because you're being paid, you have even more of an obligation. Mm. So, yeah, your social life takes a bit of a hit, but I mean... What about things like like leave and holidays? You still get to take leave regularly? Like, is that... Yeah, so I think when it comes to leave and everything, 26 days annual leave, and you you kind of take them whenever you want, and that's not including bank holidays and days in which the uni's closed. So uni's closed for a few days over Christmas, a few days over Easter. Mm. So, alhamdulillah, when when it comes to holiday, holiday's quite good. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's better than some workplaces. If you want good holidays, you become a teacher. Like, let's face it. You get the best holidays as a teacher. <laughs> All those half yeah. What about you, yeah. Hassan? Zaki made a lot of fair points, to be honest. Especially the idea with you don't actually have time anymore. Yeah. So you get a regular paycheck. It's yeah. arriving every month. And it's healthy. And you're looking at it. And you're thinking, I'm going to spend it on this and that. But uh-huh. you actually don't have the time to spend it on anything. That's so sad. I know, like, I'm, I'm not even going to lie, there's a difference between student finance money and work money. Yeah, So because it's your money. It's so, your, yeah. Exactly. yeah, so you care about it, and you're basically it's just, just like, It feels like you've earned it, right? you've worked hard for it, and then it just doesn't come up and any of it then. But then, like, you don't need. But then, it just sounds to me like, in this very, like, commercialistic society in which we live in, we're just, like, on a treadmill running after the money and like, you know. Running after the money, running after the money. I like that. I Think like of that. that like bunny experiment like in which like they have the carrot in front and the bunny's like running after it. Basically just remove the carrot and put money in front and that's literally what we're doing. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> Especially in the corporate environment which Hassan works in. Isn't that correct? I wouldn't say it's money, to be honest. A lot of the people that are in that situation, it's just, it's kind of becomes who they are. Mm. and Zaki can speak a lot to this, is when someone does a certain job for periods of time, then the identity kind of becomes infused with that. And before you know it, this person speaks and sings and believes the company true. It's like almost as if they sold their soul to the devil just to have a bit of status and that's it. 
Jeez. It's who they are. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a bit like when you see with uh, first year medics, like, oh, I do medicine. That, that, that's who they are, right? <laughs> no, but I. Why <laughs> first year? That stays dramatic. Bro, this is actually hilarious. I remember the first year medics are the funniest people I've ever met, right? So we have to buy stethoscopes, right? For like our examinations and stuff. We have to buy we, them. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Oh, no, no, we, we have to buy them. Uni doesn't actually. These are all hidden costs, man. It's all us. Yeah, 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 but, anyways, um, like, so we, we all have to buy them, right? And, like, the funny thing is, we don't even actually start examinations properly till third year, but first years are keen, so they get them, right? And I remember there was quite a few. I'm not going to name them, obviously, but there's quite a few medics in first year who got their stethoscope, and you can engrave the stethoscope. So they would engrave it with the doctor so-and-so. And I'm like, you're in first year, bro. You don't know way. <laughs> I know. I was like, what if you don't even make it? <laughs> like, think about it. I mean, it's a bit cynical, but it's true. It is true. I know. Like, you know. I know. It's just, I don't know. Medics are funny. No, but that's fine. They're kids. They're experimenting, blah, 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 and so on. But the, the scary thing is when you find grown yes. men and women who are in their 50s, 40s, 30s, whatever, mm. who yeah. sing and believe the corporate tune. And the thing is, the first sign of trouble yeah. A company would literally throw you out. Yeah. First sign of any you recession. Yeah, the, any the, the kind of the camaraderie isn't really there. Then everyone's kind of there is. They'll scream family, hope, all of that. We're all friends, but at the end of the day, a company's there to make money. Yeah, yeah. especially for profit. Especially in the private sector, you're under a lot more pressure in that sense within the yeah, private a lot, sector. A lot more scrutiny. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Yeah. But I would say the scrutiny, like the scrutiny, depends. But you raise an interesting point, Hassan. I think it, you've raised. A different point. So I was kind of mentioning about the society we live in, in in the terms of it being a bit capitalistic and commercial and all that stuff, right? But the consumerism culture and just wanting money for the sake of money as well. But you've mentioned something different, which is that a bit of an identity thing in the sense that... Your whatever, status depends on your job, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. whatever you do, you associate that as an identity. And I think that's right for a lot of professions, but not every profession has that. So basically, like in, like you mentioned, medics, they are pretty much infamous for having the like their entire identity revolves around being you know just a medic and like a lot of other people like um i don't know i can't think of any off the top of my head but like a plumber for example or like a fireman or anyone like that all of those specific niche roles right their their identity is ingrained in that role but like they're more like subtle roles uh, which are done in like corp in the corporate world these days a lot of the office jobs which don't really define the person maybe it's because the person doesn't really love the job which they're doing but it pays the bills yeah, but I, I don't know what do you guys think but, but, but this is part of a kind of bigger thing when it comes to the rat race in corporate culture and that unfortunately a lot of people particularly as they get into their 30s 40s they're not as idealistic and they're like look you know it's i'm doing this job to pay the bills i'm doing this job to provide provide food on the table support my family i'm not passionate or keen and there is that realistic aspect but i do i do think it's sad when you're not passionate about that job particularly yeah. at that stage in your life yeah i mean that's a good question like, though. at the end of the day even even a doctor right even a doctor yeah how how, how can your whole per how can your whole identity as a person be based on what you do between certain hours and that's it that's who you are no but the thing is as a doctor right like you're introduced as a doctor because it's a title thing so like yeah, when, the, no, that, then, 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 we, we basically have very very big and egos and very insecure personalities. To be okay, no, that's, that's, that's not true at all, Hassan. I mean, Zaid. But like, my point was that 
you're, you'll be introduced to someone as a doctor, right? And then that person automatically, for whatever reason, especially if you're brown, right, will just show up one day and just be like, oh, I've got this mole. Do you think it's okay or something like that? And you kind of no, no, but that's fine. That's fine. I also want to clarify before we go on. We love the university of Leeds. We absolutely adore everything about Leeds. And um, if they'll pass the exams for us, that'd be great. I absolutely (laughs) don't stand by science comments about buying things from the university. I fully can pay for my satisfaction class that you want. Just pass my exams for me. I'll be totally fine. Leeds for life. Okay. All right. All right. All right. We've got that, Zane. We've got that, We believe in you. No, no, but Sam, genuinely asking you, do you view yourself as what you do and that's it no i i think you i was a person like if you were to die right but, you're, you're you've died you're 70 you're dead yeah. you're in your grave yeah is this is this oh, what exactly. you're gonna be remembered as no nah, man i don't want to be remembered as i don't think that's the case but that's a, that's a deep question obviously if you ask me that question i'm just gonna be like if you ask me like a deep question like that hasan obviously i don't all of these things become more superficial so what i do wouldn't really matter right It'll be more that I would want to be remembered as a good person. If it was Zayd, I'd imagine him wanting to be remembered as a good husband, right? And like the rest of us, maybe as good sons, maybe, you know, good people, that kind of thing. Um, I, think, I, just want, I don't want to be great. I want to be the best. I want to be the very best that no one ever saw. But ego is just coming out of there, isn't it, Hassan? No, 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 but sign. Really it's sad, it's but all three of you have no idea was. what I posted there, that and that's so really sad. Sam, first-year medics really have their egos massaged, apparently, though. Like, apparently, the medical school spend a lot of time talking about how special they are. Oh, yeah. You, that, if you yeah. see what Sam, how Sam's like. I mean, oh, this yeah. Sam is this really quiet, delicate little oh, uh, soft-spoken boy in first year. Not Oh, You didn't but know me. First lecture, I'm going to tell you how special you are as a med student. That's when Sam perks up. That's not guys, true. I'm really special. <laughs> yeah, I'm I remember seeing that happen I'm live. from Sam. But I'm not going to lie. This. I'm from Pakistan. They, they did tell us. What did they tell us? They told us, like, in our first week at uni that we're better we're, than everyone else. We're, we're different. We're better. <laughs> we're better. Well, you're different. Oh, Simon, are you guys special, yeah? We're basically, they, they, they said we hold you to a higher regard than the rest. They said to us, you're really special and we really think you're really clever. Now buy us other scopes and, and uh, flash cards from us. And, yeah, um, basically. Yeah. And, they're trying know. to butt you up to make more money, essentially. Absolutely, yeah. It's, it's a really good sales pitch. Business, man. Again, I love Leeds. The university's great. Um, <laughs> I love Leeds too, man. Yeah, there's, there's a lot, lot of misinformation being thrown here that I really want to clarify. The medics lose money. We, the normal subject, especially the law student there, Zaki, yeah. The rest of the courses. We make we make a lot of money for you guys. Trust me, bro. That was hilarious. Look at you guys. One, you're one or two years out of university. You're talking about well, we it make so much money. They're out, so but they're egos. No, you get, no, no, no. I've been working for three, thirty, forty years. So the cost costs twenty-seven thousand pounds to be done for everything. I really want to finish because I think there must there was a misunderstanding. Okay, go on. Go on. We were thinking. I was talking about the salaries that we're making. No, what I was trying to make and explain was. That as a course, mm-hmm. right? Uh, law makes money for the university, but as a course, medicine mm-hmm. loses money for the university. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So they, yeah, that's so they exactly. So at the end of the day, you you guys weren't making money for them. They, they didn't do this for the money. It's yeah, always- no, absolutely. I, I see that totally. Yeah, that's true. But yeah. like the, I think the med school does bring in quite a lot of. Um, what's the word? Perhaps from international publicity. I would say. Yeah, but not from locals. Yeah, yeah. I mean, universities depend a lot on international students, and next year universities will struggle. There's going to be a black hole which they're going to have to plug somewhere. Exactly, international students and humanities students, both those two. Literally, um, economics, law, business, all these students—they're very cheap. 
to run. So there's, those yeah. courses require no experiments, nothing. Yeah, exactly. All they need, have all they you just need staff to teach. Yeah. Uh, this is eight character, right? He has a personal vendetta. And the, the reason he has a personal vendetta... He's jealous of you, bro. No, he's, he's jealous. He's, he's jealous of you. That's and then cool. I got distracted. I went on my phone. I decided to go for a call. Okay. As he was doing the bench press, his mm-hmm. arm pretty much gave up. So for roughly a minute until I came back, there was a bar just lying on, your, on his chest. And he was stuck there. I am not quite <laughs> sure where you're getting this from. This sounds like a very vivid dream, as there is no bench press on the no, front no, of no, the no, uh, no. gym we used Listen, to go to. Zade, it's fine. Zade's fine. Zade's fine. But since we're sharing gym anecdotes, I have ever, one, do- one for the audience that they want to hear it. Go on, let's do this. I know there's so many hustles on gym Let's discuss. Let's discuss it. So... Hassan himself, even though he has no need to be, is very body conscious. He's very conscious about the fact that he, you know, he could be better in certain departments of his body. <laughs> and um, he, he came already getting him to go to the gym was already a difficult task because he was so nervous. But I had to really coerce him and say, you know, Hassan, we'll go together. I'll hold your hand. Everything will be okay. Don't worry about it. It's fine. We'll go together. It'll be okay. So I got him out of the house. I got him to the gym. Everything was going fine. And we got to this machine and Hassan put everything he had into this machine. He really, you know, put the weights up really high, <laughs> turned the rep out as hard as he could. Like, he, you know, he did the exercise and it was fantastic. You know, execution flawless. Weight was good. He got up and you can see it's taken a lot of him. He got up, he was sweaty, he was breathing hard, but he felt good about himself. He felt really good about himself. A minute later, this girl walks in. And she walks in. She's about half his size. Half his size. Nowhere near the same level of, uh, of, of muscle that he seems to have. Walks in, sees his, his machine, sits down on his machine at the exact weight that he was doing, turns out 10 exercises without even breaking a sweat. Hassan gets up, leaves the gym, and I swear, never comes back. I've never ever saw him back at the gym. I, I remember this. <laughs> yeah. I remember this. Man, I, I, have an, I have a story with Hassan as well. Me, me and Hassan used to go gym together, right? And like... I don't know why you were the one mentioning this as some gym legend, Zaid. Like, you don't really have an amazing six-pack either. not going to lie. But go, what the hell would you know? I mean, I've, I've seen you, bro. It's not great. It's not great. But coming Just back to the listeners out there, he married? does not have a six-pack. He does Who not. married? Look. He has a wonderful smile. Okay. Thank you, Zaid. <laughs> you don't have a six-pack. Like, we, we I have a six-pack. Of course no, I do. No, you don't, Zaid. You have a dough. Zaid's really to life for the, for the audience. It's you have the Pepsi cans look, that you bought from Tesco. Look, I have a six-pack. They're just hiding somewhere under there, but they're definitely there. So look, it doesn't yeah. count, does it, if it's hiding? You've got a doughy physique at best. Yeah, moving on. Listen, Sam, relax. I take that relax. back. Okay, it is not doughy. It is like a deep pan pizza. It is firm. No, firm is not the right word. <laughs> but Zayd, I have a question for you, right? You said that I walked out of the gym and never came back. Uh, tell the audience yes. what she did after she lifted the weight. Speak about the. Um, oh the attack, yeah, let's yeah, I'm trying, trying to spare your. Uh, I'm trying to spare your thing. Listen, well, talk about a personal attack, as if as if it wasn't it wasn't enough that she, she outlifted. Talk about the no, 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 that she it wasn't, it wasn't, yeah. I mean, I tried to be nice to Hassan. I don't want to say the full story because I don't want to say his ego, but she and she put the weight up. So the weight that Hassan was doing was actually her warm up weight. The, <laughs> everything that she put everything into was her warm up. Uh, and Sam, my kids, you know, Zaki, the story doesn't even finish there. Go Once on, she sorry. finished, she looked at me, she smiled, walked okay, up, no, and walked you're away. You're imagining that. You're imagining no, 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 that. That happened. 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 That happened.
She showed him. Listen, I told Sam straight after. I remember. I remember this. Literally, she smiled. Why would you smile after you? I'm pretty sure it was your own insecurity. I'm pretty sure it was your own insecurity. Like, look at me, I can outlift you. I, yeah. I don't know. There, there was another time. It was time. on point, it was on point. I'm not going to lie, I had to give it to her. Yeah, no, no, she, she did, she did. But there was another time, Hassan, when the two of us were in the gym, right? And a similar situation happened. Where, I don't know if we were doing dumbbells or something like that, uh, or maybe just something. We both got lifted there. It wasn't even yeah. a discussion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we, so basically, we're doing... Yeah, I think it might have been the gym we go to, you know? Yeah, yeah, so we were just chilling, and we're just, like, doing our weights, yeah. And I was like, you know, we're, we're getting back into it, it's fine. And then, like, was it a girl or a guy? I don't even remember who it was. I think it was a guy, right? Like, he, seemed, was. He, was, he, he was a guy who was much, like, he didn't look that big, basically. And, like, Hassan's yeah. a big guy. And, like, I'm kind of, like, I'm not scrawny. So, basically, I'm not, I'm not bad. And, like, I was, like, looking at this guy. And both of us looked You're at him. You're not good either. Oh, shut up, man. But anyways, we both look at this, like, thin guy, like, just outlift us, yeah. And Hassan's just like, nah, I'm not having this, son. We have to go heavier. <laughs> And so just to spite him, we tried to go heavier. But I don't think we went that much heavier, did we, Hassan? No. So it's a sad story. It was a very sad story. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. It's, nice. it's good motivation. It was good motivation, though. It was good motivation. Yeah. So I think we're kind of approaching towards Listen, the end of the wrong podcast time. I just want to... I think it's worth talking about a really serious topic that I think we should discuss. And something that I'm wondering about myself. And I wanted to hear more about your guys' opinions. Okay, go on. So I think I'm a very, very strong believer that one of the best parts of your day is your evening poo, right? Okay. Once you've, How is you've kind of... On, on, on listen, this bombshell, on this bombshell, this the conversation listen, listen, listen. has... Hear me, hear, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. This is an important issue. Oh my God. So I think it's a really important thing. I think it's really satisfying. I think, you know, you just feel what like everything is done for the day. <laughs> just hear me out. I think this is an important conversation. Yeah, Sam, I don't know this guy. I'm, I, I was recently shocked to hear that one of my colleagues felt it was appropriate to poo at work or to poo at, at school oh, in public apartments. That's weird. Now, for me, I, I choose to wait until I get home because it's comfortable at home. I right? It's your own bathroom. Yeah, you 100%. can be relaxed in it and it can be taking your time at home. Like, you need a dump. You need no, a dump. that's different. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying to you that this person chooses to do it outside of home. Chooses? So obviously, if you, if you can't help it, I completely get that. Yeah, you, you have to do it. You have to do it in the end. So what I'm it. saying to you is that what do you guys think about doing away from home? Oh, would I, you do it? I would do it if like if there's no other option. Do it then, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, but you I'm, wouldn't. I said you wouldn't naturally do otherwise. No, 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 no. no. Nah, I'm really not speaking from a position of privilege. Wellness. Yeah, you are speaking from a position of privilege. <laughs> like, I'm mean? serious. There's people out here who work 18-hour shifts. They don't have the luxury of go- waiting until they get home. Okay, but I'm st- I still like, feel like you can hold it. You know, uh, pl- there's places like Amazon until recently yeah. would, uh, would yeah. count yeah. the time a person spends in the toilet. So, okay, so, so to, to rephrase, no, but that if, makes you sense, had, though, if you have that. normal working hours what, and you are it, able to hold it, no, would you hold wait, it? Wait, 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 I think it makes sense when they count that because I'm not going to lie. When I worked for Next Year, I used to just go to the toilet just to waste time. Like, I wouldn't what if someone has a condition? No, no, but Sam, think about people who are disabled. Oh, no, no, I get People that. with health issues. But those, those people... People, uh, people who are not like you, full stop, and who are not in the <laughs> same situation. Don't even chat, yeah. I know, 100%, I know 100% you've used toilet breaks just to, like, waste some time as well. Let's not even chat. But anyways, just talking, right? It, for those people, like, we 100%, like, there's systems in place, I'm sure they'll 
have like a medic card or something like that or like you know they make their condition known or something like that no same that's why we have universal rules so that they give everyone a chance if you start putting bureaucracy in the way exactly. it results in things not happening like the first time you say this person's allowed that person's not allowed then it's a slippery slope bro go go into the toilet's a human right i know it sounds funny but it's true oh no no like, I'm not, I'm, I'm, that's what i'm saying but, what i'm saying is that is that do you guys would you guys agree that the beauty and the comfort of having a toilet is lost if you do it away from home like home is part of that isn't it you're talking from a position of uh, no, but I, like, no but i my, my you're working long hours or you have problems with your health you have to but you have, have a choice to hold until they get home, home then of course everyone's gonna hold till they get home unless they win people that do that people won't people i've met will do it in their workplace it's a bit weird because then it cleans their bathroom out as the idea of it. They can keep no, it that's weird. No. What? No. Do you know weird? Bizarre, that, right? I thought that was bizarre. That's I thought so that was bizarre. Weird. That's what I was saying. That's really. I mean, Zayd. Zayd, I really want to know what kind of conversations you're having in your spare time. Yeah, like I'm just saying. I mean, this is something that I spoke to. But if any of you guys listening do feel like you do poo no, at work, let us know. Don't let us know. Don't let us know. Give us your reasons. Give us your theories. We don't want to know. I'm very interested as to why you would do this. So give us your reasons, give us your theories, and we'll discuss it next week on the show. We're not, we're not discussing this next week. We're not doing that. No, 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 we're not discussing this. You're all denying it, but you're all curious. No, they we're don't. not. What Listen, Zayd, we don't know you. Full stop. Yeah, Zayd, like your I'm, numbers I'm, deleted. I'm thinking about yeah, like make. I'm I'm, 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 I'm thinking about making this a trio and c- c- like kicking Zayd out. I mean, it is the triangle. Someone can just well it. Well it might not be the next time. You know? In it, it'll be perfect. Anyways, since we're moving on towards the end, are there any like key things which from today's topic which you guys want to talk about or just kind of like throw out at the audience? so that they could take something from today. I think, personally, like, we've kind of discussed quite a lot of different things. Oh, we just didn't mention one small thing. So, like, um, I, I forgot that you two, right? You two have, like, a... Like, you kind of mentioned this, Zaki. You have, like, a specific background of, like, like law, for example. Hassan oh, has a yeah, yeah, yeah. background in engineering. I, I know that quite a lot of people feel anxious when they're moving out of university because sometimes they don't... They, they just wanted the degree. They don't really want to work in that anymore. Or maybe they're not finding employment in that and they want to see explore other options, etc. Yeah. So is there anything which you two want to say about that? Because you two have experience I mean, it's quite, with that. quite brief, to be honest with you. So most degrees in the UK anyway, you know, they, off, they offer you transferable skills. So once you kind of start working, you know, generally after you do a three or four year degree, you can work in most different places because you start to learn on the job. As long yeah. as you have the basic skills of research, critical thinking, analysis, report writing, mm. which you can get from just about any degree, there are very yeah. few vocations in which you need a particular degree. They're just like medicine, pharmacy, dentistry. Yeah, in which you need certification, yes. Exactly, yeah, yeah. yeah. You need like full accreditation. Obviously, with engineering as well, yeah. you need part of that. But I mean, let's say with law, you need to study law. You can always kind of do a conversion, which essentially is only a one year course. And then oh, you're right. who's done a three-year law degree. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there are always kind of options to go into various kind of career paths. Mm. But it, the big thing is transferable skills. Yeah. And, and would you say there's a certain time frame? Because, like, is it better for young people to... No, like... there's, there's no time frame. There's no time frame. And I kind of really want to emphasize one of the things that Zach said. It's transferable skills. Like, yeah. if you want to get that done try build the portfolio or mm-hmm. set of projects things that you care about yeah. things that you can actually that, that have use to you and it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily matter like if it's a big deal or not at the end of the day it's what matters to you mm-hmm. like genuinely just just do what you want yeah. and you'll get there 
Wow, that's it. so wise. So wise. Hassan is our wise head, obviously. No, no, Sam, I'm, I'm being yeah, honest so he is with you, like, genuinely following your passions is key. Wisdom then, falls off him like hair uh, like falls off him. <laughs> but then, like, if we just kind of mentioned, like Zaki did, your passion will eventually die out, and then, like, you're just doing it for practicality. Yeah. We're a real positive bunch of people, aren't we, in this podcast? <laughs> no, but then that's right. No, we are. Find out what your passion is again. Oh, that's, yeah, that's everything actually, becomes that's, boring. That's, all your life passions eventually die out. All your excitement and interest in your job eventually fades, and you turn into a mindless working zombie for the rest of your life until you retire. No, that's, that's they, the last message they, of the podcast. A very cynical individual, and it's a very sad way of thinking about it. Like you can actually change. There's a specific book I had that I was reading quite recently, Range, and it was about people who found their passions later on in life. Um, there's a story about the lady who turned Girl Scout cookies around. Mm. She was 60 years old. She had a career and everything. She had her entire life behind her, all of that, right? Yeah. Then her granddaughter comes and then she, she's a Girl Scout cookie. She joins a Girl, uh, Girl Scout cookie. She becomes a troop leader, etc., etc. Then she ends up as like the CEO, chief, whatever. And she yeah. turns the entire organization around during her, ten- her tenure. Yeah. And this is someone who found their calling at the age of 60 well and her story isn't the odd one out it's just kind of the the general theme of life is you just find you do things that you care about if you don't care about it anymore don't do it yeah. anymore move on to something else that you care it's about like susan boyle didn't she become like a, a pop star like 50 what i didn't know like that, that but... what does susan Boyle's? Uh, yeah what the hell has exactly. anything to do with this actually but no, like, because she had, she had a passion. I said made a deep point, and your response was Susan Boyle. Man's also, like she can Susan Boyle sings. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, also in a forty. She can still sing. No, but there is a serious point here that she followed her passion even when she was very old. Yeah, no, that's true. Follow this passion in in their late teens, early twenties. She followed it at like fifty, and she's yeah. still she these days. Yeah. She still sings, know. and yet, the scary thing is, a lot of people who say, "Oh, I'm too old to do this. I'm too old to do this." At twenty-one. The yeah. 22, like yeah. relax. You're 22. There's really I mean, no when the teens finish. I've actually got a story on this as well. Like when I was doing um, some interview prep, because we get interviews for um, um, medical applications, um, we had some te- like. You feel te- so powerful, don't you, Simon? When you do that. <laughs> well, so we we kind of had this like event for like you know interview prep to teach like all of us applicants to be a bit better, and I obviously went to that in London, right? And like, there was a lot of people like me, which were quite young and like quite enthusiastic. And there was this like relatively older looking uh, white gentleman who I looked upon and I was like, I just said, hi, cause I'm nice. And like, we just started up a conversation, right? And it turns out that this guy was like 35, right? Which I already found a bit strange. Cause I was like, why is this 35 year old here? And then it got even weirder because I was like, oh, like, oh, why are you here then? And he's like, oh, I just want to do medicine. I was like, okay, cool. So what, what kind of job are you doing right now? And this guy's like, oh, uh, uh, well, I, I, I trained to be an engineer. I was like, oh, cool. From what university? And the guy's like, from Cambridge. And I'm like, what the hell? So like this guy f- who's certified from Cambridge is coming to change his, just because he doesn't want, I was like, you could literally, at any point in your life, even at 35, 50, whatever, to change your mind. Yeah. And it, it was mad to me. It was like one of the most like weirdest things which I've ever like encountered. But it was also mad inspiring. Definitely. No, it just goes to show that where a job is just a job at the end of the day. It's just something yeah. that you do to fill your day. And if you don't like it, you move on to something else. And it's fine. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, man. Yeah, true, true.
But yeah, I guess we've talked quite a lot. I guess we're just gonna have to round up now. So I hope everyone liked our uh, little chit chat on um, the transition to the real world. And mm-hmm. I think before we and also that, just just a big thank you to everyone who's listened so far as well and liked our page. Um, yeah, hundred percent. We're we're on Apple Podcasts now, so go listen to us on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We've got a Facebook and a Twitter. Uh, not a Twitter actually. We're not on Twitter yet, but we've got an Instagram. And keep we'll... liking our stuff. Keep sharing our things. Maybe we'll do some more episodes. Let us know. Yeah, let us know as well. Yeah, let us know what we should talk Thanks about. Thanks for tuning in, guys. All right, we'll see you next time. Here. Yeah, enjoy the triangle. Oh yeah, and need Mubarak as well for everyone who celebrated. All right then. Bye bye, guys. We'll see you later. <laughs>